Hello and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How are you doing, Rob? Pretty good, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. I noticed how you emphasized on the floor. Yes. You really, you really hit floor. Yes. On the sing- floral. Just yes, singular. Sing- singular. Floral. Yes. Yeah. Singular. Yes. I, I keep, keep getting in trouble for that. So, Rob, let's talk about garages. Garages. Oh, you know... I bet there's nobody in the flooring industry, any any flooring podcast out there, who has done something on garages. I'd love a garage. I'd love a good garage. I couldn't agree more, man. It's part of the American experience, man. It comes along with automobiles. I mean, they were first, uh, you know, made and built to house automobiles. But what they have turned into over the years is pretty incredible. It's as American as Highway 66, man. And uh, so many things coming out of the, I mean, I don't know, probably half the people or three quarters of people listen to us started in the garage uh, in their business. So um, I thought, you know what, let's kind of talk about garages. Um, you know, uh, they're more than, they're more than a place that, and for a long time, they've been more than a place to just store a car. I mean, um, there's storage spaces, there's offices, offices, there's man caves, but what I like most about them is there were, they are where dreams take off, right? I mean, um, look at how many businesses started in the garage somewhere. And it's it's pretty amazing. You know who's got a good garage? Who's that? Uh, Rowdy, up in Michigan. Does he really? Yeah. You didn't make it into the house, huh? You just relegated no, you to the garage? No, no, no. Well, I'm talking to his garage, his shop. Oh, okay, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? He's got a good, he's got a good place. He's got two beer refrigerators, one on each end. And it just seems like everybody is very comfortable. His guys are, I think that's a really good sign of a good garage or a good shop where people come back, crack a beer, talk about the day, talk about tomorrow. I had some good vibes up in his place. So when you said garage, that was just one of the first ones that popped into my head. Um, I'll tell you another, uh, I, I would take, I would love to have, uh, uh, Jeff Sheaves's garage. He's got a super nice garage too. Does he really? Yeah. Hmm. All right, Rob, I'm going to, I'm going to lift off. I'm going to list off some companies, Rob, that started in a, in a garage. Okay. All right. Go. Disney started in a garage. Hewlett Packard started in a garage. Apple started in a garage. Microsoft, Dell. Virgin Airlines is Virgin Airlines. Yep, Virgin, uh, Amazon, Google, Mattel, Maglife, Yankee Yankee Candle Company, Harley Davidson. These are all American companies that started in a garage somewhere, and that's the beauty of these of a garage, man. Uh, you know when, because that's where dreams start, man. Where a guy says he's gonna he's gonna do his own floor business, whatever. That's where it, you know he, more than likely uh, it probably started in a garage. Tinkering in a garage is one of the greatest. Uh, things that's happened to this country in fact i mean that's where like i said just somebody tinkering on on a motorcycle turned into harley davidson someone tinkering on some type of machine that he invented or whatever she invented turned into something else and it all started in a garage i'm actually a little concerned that garages are kind of going away you know what i mean with the housing and people having townhouses and you know and, and condos and stuff like that uh just like um 
just like uh, um, wood wood shops in high school. I think the American Garage man is is uh, look at late weightlifting. I started I started lifting weights in the garage. Okay, well maybe that's not a good example. <laughs> that's where things go wrong. But you know when I when I first started lifting weights with my brother in the garage, we got serious about lifting weights. And believe me, I I'm I'm telling you as a fat old guy, so don't think I'm trying to uh, you know go on about how strong I was. I'm not. We know how strong you are. We know you go to the gym. We know everybody yeah, knows that yeah. stuff. No, I am. We get it. Haven't I've been to the gym in a while lately. I I kind of fell off the track, but but you know what? So we had two things that 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 motivated me. Uh, I had Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, uh, encyclopedia encyclopedia of bodybuilding, believe it or not, and then I, we worked out in the garage. But let me tell you what we did when we did arms, for instance. This was uh, I I this this came to me. If you ever do an arm curls, you ever watch a guy do an arm curls? No, never. Absolutely, I'm, have I have never. Watch the guy do arm curls. That was a man test right there. <laughs> yeah. Good. Okay. Good answer. All right. If you're in a gym and you watch guys do arm curls, actually most, most movements in a gym, most guys are not, not lifting weights properly. Uh, a lot of times they're swinging their back and they're, they're doing arm curls, but they're swinging their back and they're throwing it up with everything, they're using every ounce of their body, their legs, their toes, their back, and every, there's everything else to get that. So they can go, Oh, I arm curled 120 pounds today. Well, no, that's like a guy saying, yeah, yeah. What do you benching? And I hate people asking, what do you bench? I, I, there's no man on earth that, that, that has not lied about how much he benches. What do you bench? Yes. One well, of the whoever... best Saturday night life skits ever. What do you bench? <laughs> yeah. And I've talked about it on the show before. I, I won't say it again, but Google, what do you bench Saturday night live? You will not be able to stop laughing. I've never met someone that I believe them when they tell me what they bench because at the height of my lifting weights, when I was as strong as I've ever been, I've been in the gym. I mean, I have been in the gym and I mean, never missed a workout. I mean, drinking protein shakes and blah, 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 doing everything is. And then I talk to a guy and I go, and he says, you know, you work out. Yeah. I work out. Yeah. 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 I'm bunching 380 right now. You, you couldn't sniff 380 right now. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not possible. That you're benching 380 right now, you know what I mean? So, so, so what we did with the arm curls because because uh, you know we were doing arm curls and I realized I was getting that habit because you get that number in your head like I wanted to get the 110 pound arm curls right and I got there and I think ah great 110, but then I started realizing yeah I am you know using my back too much whatever. You're so here's throwing what we, your body, you're throwing your yeah, back. Right. Yes. So here's what we did, Rob. The genius right here. I can't wait. Okay. So the 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 garage was not insulated right it was no sheetrock right it was just the, the, the studs and two by fours and whatever and so you know the moving dollies you know a dolly that you're moving stuff and you have the ratchet on there to, to tighten stuff up on the dolly yes yes okay the refrigerator dolly yes so yeah. what we did we took that off we 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 nailed it to the wall so i stand against the wall my brother ratchets me to the wall <laughs> So it's not even possible for you to move. Then he hands you the bar. Okay. Yeah. Now, yes, you're suffocating as this is happening. You can't <laughs> breathe because it's going to crush your chest so 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 tightly. But it does not allow you to cheat whatsoever. So my my 110 pounds dropped down to more like 80 pounds. So that was real. But um, 
But it all starts in the garage, man. That's, I mean, you know what? So many dreams and so many things start in a, in a garage. Look at all, all the garage bands the, that, that started. Just, some guys singing and playing in, in the... I bet any man who's ever played the drums is relocated to the garage. You know what I mean? That's where they got to play. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name off some bands that started in the garage. The Ramones. Uh, no Doubt. Nirvana. Green's Clearwater Revival. The Who. Buddy Holly. Weezer. All bands that started in a garage. Wow. So wow. I bet there's a thousand more that uh, yes. we would know. A hundred percent. So for four guys, I mean, um, I just thought and they're not they're not particularly nice looking either, by the way, garages. I, I you know, I don't like a garage that's a part of the house. When you drive up, you pull into the driveway and it's part of the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think that's a good look. I mean, I just don't. But what are you gonna do? I mean, you gotta have it. Um, it's become like the most important room in the house for men. You know what I mean? That's where you go in. That's where you go when you, 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 that's, you tinker with stuff. You get out. You know what I mean? That's your own world right there. And I still remember my uncle that I did floors with. Uh, his passion was building hot rods. And he had a Vega. You know, Vega was not nothing to write home about. But this was the baddest Vega on planet Earth, man. I mean, he, you know, they, you know he, he, uh, molded, he took off the door handles. You know what I mean? Where there's no, it's, it's mm-hmm. all... Mm-hmm. And and had the tires on there, like massive tires on the back. He had this all jacked up and everything. He had the, the the hood scoop and everything. It was a cool looking car. But you are but, really, you are really showing your age, man. If you're talking about a Vega, well, how about this? That could, does it. For anybody who doesn't know, and there's probably a ton of people right there who have no idea who built the Vega. Yeah, that car company's gone. Can you imagine that? There was another car company around that is not around when we were born. That's not around today. Chevrolet didn't build a Vega. I thought it was American Motors. Or, or maybe AMC. it was. I, I, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I think it was American AMC, American well, Motor you, Company, right? I you, thought they had the Javelin, the Vega. Who had the, the Gremlin? The Gremlin was another one. Remember, where's the other half of your car, Toots? Remember that commercial? <laughs> All right, I might be wrong. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a car guy. I am. I uh, that's why I thought for sure. Now you got me questioning it. Who made the Vega? I'm going to the phone. This is what you usually do, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Who made the Vega? Dun, 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 exactly. Dun, dun. I am so freaking wrong. You're right. No Chevy. kidding. Chevy wow. made the Vega. So you broke up a little bit. What What was you say yeah. there? Wayne was All right. right. All was right. Chevy Vega. Yep. And I that think was... AMC made the Gremlin. I think you're right on that. Yeah. The Gremlin. I think they made the Javelin, the Matador. Mm-hmm. And I think they even made, remember the Pacer? Remember that car? Oh, that was the ugliest car on earth. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody could see in. That was crazy car. Yeah. And I think that was American Motors. I think you're right. Um, that was the car that put them out. Well, yeah. Ford made the Pinto, right? Yeah. Ford Pinto. Yeah. yeah. So. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you said all these great companies and bands and everything got their start in a garage 
Yep. You forgot one company. Okay. Good old RJ Associates out of East Greenbush, New York. Started in a garage? We started in a garage. Yep. I had to, I was 20 years old. And I had to rent a garage. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story of how I got my first set of equipment. My own set of equipment. Mm -hmm. We're on a job up in Utica, New York. And this old timer walks in and he said, uh, yeah, you know, my brother died a few months ago. You guys want to buy a bunch of this stuff here? Because he was watching us sand the bowling alleys, you know? So I said, uh, I go, yeah. And so my dad's like, what? My dad's screaming over, what's he want? What's he want? I go, nothing. He's good. He doesn't want anything. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants to bowl. Yeah. So we're gonna we go back to work. So I took the guy's number, didn't say anything. Now Pete was working at the time and he goes, Hey, what's going on? He, I said that that guy's selling a bunch of uh floor sanding equipment. Let's go, let's go take a look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we drove up on Saturday, couple of drums, buffers, the whole thing. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Lady says, uh, you know, make me an offer. What well, you know, I just need this stuff cleaned out. Get everything out of the basement. I was like, "All right." Uh, I said, uh, "You know, how's eight hundred bucks sound?" She goes, "Oh, that's perfect." Yeah. Uh, did I feel? Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. I am going straight to hell on that mm, one. Okay? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you take advantage of a widow, aren't you? A good mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. 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 I always told myself she nailed it in the life insurance. She she just there you go. Yeah. Now, yeah. said every. I had everything. Paper. Rolls of paper, nailers, everything. Just think about it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm putting all the stuff in the garage, in, in the truck, and Pete goes, where are you going to put it? You can't show your dad. He'll he'll flip, right? Oh, yeah. Because you bought it. That was his equipment. He would have bought it. Yes, yeah. So, and plus. Or, or, or you're showing him you're leaving. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so I found this place, the next town over, Rensselaer, New York. I found this garage for rent, two-car garage, 35 bucks a month, two-car garage. It's kind of old, though. One door didn't work, and the other one, you know, it's the doors that would flip straight up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not the yeah, roller, yeah. but just like no, one I, big yeah. south. Yeah, right? I know what you're talking about. Oh, and that thing was a mother to get open. But hey, you know, 35 bucks. Dirt floor. No concrete. It was a dirt floor. Was this a res was this a residence? It was in the back of a lady's house, this old house. Wow. Okay. Okay. Plus, the lady who owned it, she was, you know, I don't know, 70s or 80s, completely blind. And she wanted cash. Yeah. Oh, boy. One of the meanest ladies you ever saw. And when they had to pay her, you had to go in the house and pay her. So Pauline and I had just started dating. Like I said, I was 20 years old. So Pauline would go into the house with me and count the money out to her, right? Mm-hmm. And the lady would be screaming at her. What is this? What? What is this? Right? <laughs> That's a 10, right? Yeah. That, this is a 20, and this mm-hmm. is a 5, right? And she'd be she because she couldn't see a damn thing. But I remember we opened up the garage door and I saw a workbench in there. I go, I'll take it. I saw this ratty old workbench in there. I'm like, oh, 
That's where I'm going to make the magic happen right yeah. there on that workbench, man. I'll tell you. Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then about three months later, I buy a motorcycle, a semi-chopper. Oh, you that you should have seen me on that. I was I was born to ride, man. Yeah. I really was born to ride. <laughs> now I'm at I'm living at home at this time, right? So now I get I bring a motorcycle home. My parents are like, no, you are not gonna live here and drive a motorcycle. They had a friend that got killed and you know yeah. that no motorcycles in this house. So I just start laughing. Oh, okay, no problem. I got it my own garage that you mm-hmm. you don't even know about. Right. So now I got my motorcycle in there, got my workbench, all my equipment. I mean, you're leading a double life. Oh my God. It's like heaven. It's like my own little slice of heaven, you know? And I'd be working on that motorcycle and just revving the shit out of it and everything. And the old brother be screaming out the back and I'll throw <laughs> you out. And it's just great times, man. Just mm-hmm. absolutely. Great times. I wish I had that garage today. That was a fun place. When um, when we Jim and I were first going out together, when we our first apartment was uh, was was a house behind another house, above a garage. Okay, and and um, one of the neighbors used the garage. They parked a Volkswagen in there. So the first night that we stayed there together, uh, we're in the house, you know, and then we hear the neighbor from each side come in, and they're underneath the house talking, right. And uh, the one guy goes, I mean, we're being quiet. You can't, you know, we're just being real quiet and everything. And, and the one guy goes, the other one goes, I guess you rented the place out, huh? He goes, yeah. And he says, did you meet him? He goes, yeah, the young couple. He goes, uh, she seems like she's all right, you know? And I'm waiting for, what's he like? You know what I mean? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. That's all. That's all that. Uh, but the guy started his Volkswagen. <clears throat> robbed the fumes that came up through that that garage up into our apartment was ungodly, man. <laughs> 340 bucks a month, and I think it was like 340 square feet. It was no bigger than that. And um, that was, uh, she was going to school, and uh, but that garage where we we started, uh, same thing, we, we bought our sanders, we put everything down there, we stored our wood down there, we, that started our business down there in that garage down there. And, um, the lifts and weights down there and everything, everything started down there, man. And I, I still have played where my notes, where I put my notes up there for different jobs and everything. And I mean, I don't think it was, uh, maybe it was like an eight by 12, you know what I mean? I don't think it was any wider than that or any bigger than that, but, uh, that was where we started, man. And I think so many guys in this business, that's where they started in a garage. And you wonder if, if we, they didn't have that, I guess now storage spaces, there's kind of take the place of a lot of garages, right? But, um, yeah, but, but I don't know. There's just, uh, no, I've never seen anybody hang in a storage place. Unfortunately, I have, but <laughs> oh, that's right. You're from California. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, that, yeah. You probably got people living in storage. Spaces well, we, we California. did. We, we absolutely did. I mean, you know, we went from having storage place and whatever, then pretty soon you realize this guy, oh, he's actually living in that one, two doors down from you. And then another guy would live, you know what I mean? So, kind of sad but also i told you before the rent went from like 300 bucks a month to 800 bucks a month for those storage units but um you know that's like i said that's california the prices but yeah what town uh, was that garage in or your san, apartment uh san leandro 
Yeah, San Leandro. Well, we lived a few miles from Oakland. Okay. Hey, you know, you know a, a little sidebar to that uh, that story about the uh, my garage. So Pete and I are doing side jobs, not really talking to the old man about it. You know what I mean? Not nobody really knew. And then uh, we're on a side job, a couple towns away. And who walks through the front door of the job? No kidding. Yeah. Is that right? Your dad. Right through the front door of the job. Oh, man. Big smile on his face. He goes, so, where'd you get all this equipment? He said it was that old guy up in Utica, wasn't it? And I was like, oh, my wow, God. no kidding. Oh, my God. How did he, how the hell did he, how did he know this, right? And I'm like, oh, well, you know, back then we had an eight-man crew, so tough to keep a secret, Yeah. right? Floor guys love to talk because yeah. most of the time the machines are going, so when they turn mm. the machine off, right, they're yeah, yeah. chatty Cathy doll, right? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the old man walks in, big smile on his face. So, what'd you pay for it? Uh, I said, uh, you know, I don't know, 800, 850, whatever. And he goes, okay, well, he goes, uh, you, you owe me this. He goes, this is really my equipment because you bought this on my time. I was paying you. So, you actually bought this equipment for me. So, you owe me this 800 and he goes and it's worth a lot more than 800 i haven't decided what you owe me but it's going to be more than 800 because you bought this on my time was he the mafia uh yeah my my dad lived for things like this okay <laughs> yeah. he and of course he never charged me right he never yeah. charged me for, he, he was just holding it over my head mm-hmm. you know just just having a, a ball with it you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, one of the reasons I want to say this about this episode, what kind of caught my attention about this is that, you know, don't let anybody squash your dreams. If you're starting out very small and with uh, you don't have a shop or whatever, you're working out of a small garage and and that's where you, or even even 30 years from from doing floors, you're working in a garage. Uh, that's that's you know, that's the beauty of the American spirit, man, and uh, being an entre- entrepreneur and, and having, you know, that your piece of the pie and everything. So uh, I don't think there's a damn thing wrong with it. And um, uh, in the end, sometimes it saves a lot of headaches. And I've seen guys go from garages to big fancy uh, uh, buildings and what have you, and then end up going back to the garages and being more happy than ever. So um, not, you know, don't let anybody, um, if you're working out of a garage or you're just starting and like we did, I mean, Rob with no, no, uh, no dirt floor, uh, <laughs> hiding stolen merchandise. And uh, uh, I paid, I, <clears throat> that was not stolen. Okay. okay. I, I right. bought the motor. I had a good year that year. That year I bought all my sanding equipment, 800 bucks or 850. I think it was, I can't remember which one it was. And I bought the motorcycle for four hundred bucks. Wow! Wow! Oh yeah, yeah, that was Back a good year days. for me. I did all right. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So not only was I living in the, you know, working in three hundred square foot house with a working out of a tiny garage, 
Uh, the first van I bought for doing floors was a 1965. I would love to have that van right now, by the way. It was, you know, but it was a three on a column. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, yes, three somebody, on a column. Yeah. And um, I was driving down a freeway one time and I just happened to be next to another beater old van, right? I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden the exhaust is so loud like a Harley Davidson, right? And at the same time, I look at him, he looked at me and I'm wondering, is that him or is that me? And then I put the clutch in and I revved it and it was me. My muffler fell off. <laughs> and I thought, hell yeah, man, this sounds great. And uh, so, you know, it was a rough start. Well, listen, when I said we bought our we bought our first equipment, you talked about your first equipment. We bought ours from a guy called uh, it was T-Barth and Trom in the Bay Area. And I think it was twelve hundred bucks. I bought the big machine in the edger for twelve hundred bucks. I could not afford the buffer. And so we work at these apartments and it was months before we got a buffer. So everything we, everything we braided between coach was on our hands and knees. You know what I mean? That was it. That, and, uh, mm. barely mm. afford this. The first installation I did, I, my uncle worked for me for one day and made more money that one day than in the whole two weeks, because I didn't, I, I bid it wrong and whatever. And I didn't have all the equipment. I didn't have a, a nailer to nail the, a Kavanaugh nailer and, so they were, they were that, you know, that's a, a school of hard knocks, brother, uh, is what it was. But you know what, man, um, it makes you who you are and, and, and it just keep, you just got to keep building on those mistakes and problems and challenges and keep putting your head down and, and, and moving forward. And, and, uh, you know what, um, I, you know, there's nothing like hard work, man. And, and, you know, when you don't have a plan B and there's no plan B in sight, <laughs> you ain't got no choice but making it work so uh but that's what it was man so oh i bet i bet everybody listening to this show has definitely get some some really good garage stories yeah hanging out in garages being oh absolutely yep so well my arms didn't get any bigger they didn't hold up the uh, the straps around my arms. I mean, you know, uh, it worked for a while, but as they, you know, all things good, all good things come to an end. <laughs> uh, That's why I, I I got a preacher bench. Yeah, preacher curls. Preacher curls. Yeah, we you had can't that. cheat. There's there's you can't cheat. You can. I know what they I know what they say. I, well, you remember what was the? What I was haven't the, figured it out how to cheat on a. There was also that preacher bar. Bench. What was the name of that bar that you put the bar around your, your neck also and you did arm curls with that? Remember those? No. Oh, uh, man. Everybody used to have them back then. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, yeah. I, I, you know what? You know what I learned out of lifting weights? You know what I learned out of all the years of lifting weights? What's that? Is whoever the, right, whoever the man said thousands of years ago that moderation is key was right. You know what? All them squats, them heavy lifting, heavy, 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 and all the benching and all that. You know what I mean? Really, moderation is key, man. You know, it, it, <laughs> I know when you're when you're uh, when you're a young kid, you're influenced by yeah, man. Is the you know you want to get big and all that kind of stuff. But as you get older, what the hell does it matter anyhow? Now, so <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does it matter? I'm just gonna throw the towel in anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like a kid, an old man telling an eight-year-old kid, it ain't worth a kid. It's never going to work anyhow. Just forget it. Do you feel uh, so, yeah. old? I don't feel old. Do you feel old? No, I don't feel old. Um, I don't feel old at all. I mean. No, no. 
I, I remember guys on my dad's crew who were 60. And I was like, my God, that is the oldest man in the world right there. Yeah. Look at that guy. You yeah. know, I don't feel that way at all. No, I only feel old when the people I work with tell me that I'm old. That's the only time that I feel old. Well, I'll tell you, you, you want to feel old. You know, no. a lot of the guys who were in training, you know, a lot of the guys that I work with, I could be their dad. Actually, they're, they're the same age as my kids. Yeah. Jordan yeah. Anderson is the same age as my son. Wow. Actually, he's a year younger than my kid. Hmm. Okay. So, eh, I, I'm I'm used to that now. I don't that doesn't bother yeah. me, right? No, you know. Now, I'll show you young buck something. But we hired the new kid, Pedro. Hmm. Well, Pedro's eighteen. Wow, he'll be a grandkid. Yeah. Now we're getting there, right? I picked him up in Nashville. We stopped to get some supper. It was kind of late. We hadn't eaten, you know, so we're getting to know each other and everything. And he asked me how old I was. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. First day. First first day on the job. First day I met him. Well, it wasn't his first day on the job. The first time I had worked with him. Out of the mouths of babes. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, wow. (laughs) Oh, man. He goes, well, wait a minute. He followed it up with, you don't look that old. And I'm like, wow, thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you 60. go. That's good. Yeah. 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 But then he turns right around after he goes, you don't look that old. And in a couple of minutes, you know, he takes a couple of bites and he's like, man, you could be my grandfather. He goes, I, I think you're older than my grandfather. I'm like, oh, oh thank, thank you very Yeah. Keep the going. Hits, the hits keep just going, keep coming. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you one good thing that does come out of it, though, when I'm with the, the guys and we're doing training or whatever, and we have to carry the adhesive. Every time I pick up a pill adhesive, somebody goes, no, 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 you don't. Uh, I'll get that. You don't oh. have to do that. And I used to, I used to resent it, but now I'm okay with it. No, you don't, don't pick up that plywood, Wayne. We got it. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. If I'm picking a machine up or something to put it on a pound, whatever, oh, my God, yeah, they all run over. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a good one. I fell the other day. Hmm. I fell up in Toronto, had a fall. There's, there's nothing uglier than watching an old man fall, is there? Well, this is the second fall this year. Mm. Now, now I'm thinking, uh, wait a minute, what's going on? Both, same thing. Got my foot. I was showing a kid how to do something on the machine. Got my foot wrapped in the cord. Started to walk away. Boom. Down goes Frazier. Wow. When I fell. I still remember my old judo tricks. Mm. You roll on that shoulder. You roll right over, baby. So, on, uh, you know, big man, yeah. down mm. goes Frazier. But I hit and roll right over. Boom. Right back to judo 101, man. Here's what I notice when I, when I fall now. Like, when you're young and you fall, you realize, okay, I'm going to fall now. You just go, all right, well, I'll just get this over and I'll fall. But as you get older, you don't want to fall. So, it's, you fall ugly now. Like, yeah. I'll, take, I'll, I'll take out the cabinets. I'll keep stumbling to the other side of the room and knock out the, that thing because I just don't want to fall. And then I'm going to take out this guy and I'm going to explore. I'm going to splay myself out on the floor like a like I so was shot. I'm grabbing. I'm yeah. grabbing for stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'll take a kid down with me. My falls now are very slow. Yes. It takes a while. To yes. Get that's down. what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I have time to think. All right. You know, go back to eighth yeah. grade judo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that shoulder roll. 
you're you you're exactly right. The falls are slower now. You, the you're funny like, part. The funny part is watching people try not to laugh, right? And they're yeah. like, "Are you okay?" As yeah. they're crying. Yeah. O Ofredo didn't hold back though. He was. He just no. thought it was the funniest thing that he'd ever seen in his life. You find out who your real friends are when you fall. You know. <laughs> That's the damn truth. <laughs> well, I yell at everybody. Don't just stand there. Help me up, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's a good place to leave it. I will tell you this. I fell in Jersey. Yeah, banged my knee up a little bit. No big deal. The <laughs> the fall, everything still hurts. And that was like I fell on Thursday. Well, yeah. <laughs> my, my elbow, my knee, my shoulder. Pauline's like, you know, because one day she saw me like doing this. I go, yeah, my shoulder's still a little. She goes, take some Tylenol. Why, why don't you take some Tylenol? I said, Be because I'm a tough guy. I'm not going to take a Tylenol for a fall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs to endure a, a little bit of pain in their life. I can't mm -hmm. just be popping pills for, for everything. Or else you'd be falling all the time. Right. <laughs> it was, it was just a little fall. I thought you was going to say you started falling New Jersey, and yet by the time you fell, well, you were actually in New York. That's the way it feels. All right, Rob. I'm grabbing on to the imaginary yes. handicap rail. And don't be, if you're next to me too, I'll pull you down with me. Uh, as I'm not helpless. <laughs> Even if you're another old guy or, or a young kid, like a seven-year-old kid, I'll drag you down with me if I can. Well, I, I know if you and I ever go fishing and you go over the side in the bite, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go for you because. Yeah, no, please don't. You can't swim. Uh, now that I know that, you're just going to drag me under. Yeah, don't listen to anything I say because I will 100% take you down with me. Yeah, yeah, the panic is that real. All right, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode. <laughs>